We're evolving more with each passing minute. With each revolution, we move forward a bit. That's a drill. Remember this well. This drill rips holes through the universe. That hole will become a path for those who follow us and the wishes of the defeated in the hopes of everyone who follows us. With these two thoughts, with the 163 spirals weaved in, we'll carve that path to tomorrow. My drill is the drill that pierces the heavens. This episode contains adult language, mature situations, spiral energy, gunmen, well-endowed girls with huge guns, saggy, pig moles, and wicked shades. Who the hell do you think I am? I'm Zan. I'm not my brother. I'm not Daryl Surratt. I'm me, Zan the Podcaster. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 163, The Drill That Pierces the Heavens. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mong Review, some podcast inventing reviews about kinetically enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, buongiorno, and what's up? Yep, we're back for another fun-filled episode of the Spark and Mong Review. So, how are you guys doing today? Pretty good, I'm hoping. Um, pretty good. Still recuperating from New York Comic Con 2012, which was crazy, insane, fun, and very fucking stressful. I released some of the information in one of the supplemental episodes, which would have been released before this, just to give a little bit of what was going on during it, so you can check that out there. Um, if you want to hear any of our earlier episodes, you can check us out at www.sparkin.com. You can email us sparkin at gmail.com. You can email me at zansparkin.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter. We're on, of course, iTunes. And supposedly we're on Google Plus, too, but you got to look for us there. Um, so how's everybody doing otherwise? I mean, are you guys doing good? You doing all right? Me, I'm doing, you know, I'm dealing, doing, working hard or hardly working, you know. Had an interview for a new job. We're going to see how that goes. Hopefully I get it. Hopefully it works awesome and hopefully, you know, things will work out. And I'm actually going to be able to have a more regular sleep schedule. And I can release the podcast on a more even and regular basis. Hopefully that will happen. We will see where it goes. Um, But, Again, I think I'm digressing a little bit because you're not here to listen to me rant about my life and the universe and everything and about emailing me at zanatspirekin.com or on Twitter under Spirekin. You're here to hear me review manga, Japanese comic books. And have I got a comic book for you guys today, a manga for you guys today. So, if you remember from the last episode of the Spirekin Manga Review, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing a manga that is actually based on a anime series. It's one of those ones which it came out after the anime series and before. It came out 2007. It's still coming out even though the anime ended a while ago. There's nine volumes currently. It was written by Kazuki Nakashima and illustrated by Kotoro Mori. It's published in Japan by ASCII Media Works and over here by Bandai Entertainment. And it's a shonen series and... 
it's pretty fucking popular or really hated, depending on who you ask about it. And what is this manga I'm talking about? I'm talking about that very famous and often beloved and yet very controversial series, Tengen Topen Guren Lagan, or literally, Heaven Piercing Guren Lagan. Yes, we're doing another giant robot show. So I should be psyched and happy and just pumped right now. And I surprisingly am a little bit, even though I went into this kicking and screaming. Because to be honest with you, when I first heard about this series and how everyone loved it, it was overhyped, I really did not want to give it a chance because the premise was kind of bizarre and strange. But we'll get into that in a moment. So for those who've never read Girl in the Gone or have heard about it, this takes place in a far off distant future where Earth has become ruled by the evil Lord Genom, known as the Spiral King, who has pretty much forced all humanity to live underground. And all the co- all the different communities don't have any real interaction with each other or with the surface so a lot of them believe that the surface doesn't exist it's kind of similar to how the people in fallout are all the vault dwellers how you really don't have interaction with other vaults and you just kind of go you're alone in dealing with an overseer and in one of these vaults or sorry one of these underground villages there's a community of people called diggers and what the diggers job is their job is to make the home bigger because obviously if you're stuck in a small underground cave Overpopulation is going to happen when you only have only have a little bit of out of room to, to live in. You're going to get crowded. So these diggers will make the the holes bigger, give you more room to work with, and their job is to find stuff. And in this village called Giha Village, there's this one really talented digger who the higher ups love, and his name is Simon or Simon, depending on how you've heard it. And Simone, they love him, they treat him great, he's their best digger ever, and they constantly rewarding him with this, uh, steaks, which are made by pig moles. Don't ask, I just don't want to think about you, just smiling, not like, ew, they're eating these little things. But anyway, that's all that's really in the world, that's the type of food they have, because otherwise it's that or fungus, so I guess pig moles it is. But Simone is beloved by all of the, the higher-ups, but the townspeople think he is a geek. Because he smells bad, he's short, and he's not very confident of himself. And he's just really unhappy and very emo. This doesn't sound at all familiar like any standard giant robot pilots at all, does it? He's depressed and sad, and the only person he has, his only friend, is th- this eccentric nut job whose name is Kamina. And Kamina is balls to the walls, completely... Guy Daigoji, Seggy-esque, crazy person. He is completely dead set upon going into the surface to find people. He's like, the surface exists. My father went there. He took me there once. And I'm going to go there and I'm going to find him and life will be awesome. And everyone thinks he's a complete and utter nut job and no one really likes him. But he does have followers. And the one person who actually he gives a shit about is Simone. Simone is his best friend, and he's the one person that actually kind of believes in him, while everyone else thinks he's just a delinquent, so he does stick with him, and they stay together, and life is, that's their existence, they're underground, he's communist, constantly trying to go up into the surface and failing horrible with these half-brained schemes, and Simone constantly is bailing him out, even though he's very scared and worried and just not sure of himself. And one day, Simone is digging for a new section of the town and he discovers this weird key now the key actually looks like a drill which he's kind of like oh this is 
kind of cool. It's a drill, and I'm good at drilling. Maybe I'll hold on to this for a while. He puts it around his neck, and meanwhile, Kamina had been arrested for some infraction, which I don't really want to get into because it's kind of funny. And Simone breaks him out, and as they're breaking out, they discover a little robot head. Well, actually, it's pretty big. It's about the size of a refrigerator. It's this giant head, and they're like, what the hell is that? It's a giant head. But there's little arms and legs, and this is the robot. This is a Gunnam. And these things are these mechas which are in this world. They're called Gunnams or Gunmen. And as Simone and Kamina are looking at this Gunnam, another Gunnam breaks through the ceiling of the city and everyone's freaking out because, unfortunately, when you live underground, there's only one thing you really worry about. Cavens. Earthquakes. And that's what they think it is. It's an earthquake. It's the end of the world. They're freaking out. And, unfortunately, it's not that. It's a giant robot coming to kill them all for some bizarre reason. And as it's going down there... A young girl follows them. This girl is wearing hot pants and very, very skimpy bra. Uh, most people know her as Yoko. She's a girl with a really big fucking rifle, and she's trying to fight this gunman. And as all this is going on, Kamina is looking on like, ooh, that girl's kind of hot. And they're trying to figure out what to do with this giant robot. And Kamina kind of convinces... Simone to use the the key inside the robot and turn it on and suddenly they have a giant robot which they've named Lagan and this robot actually ends up beating the shit out of the bigger robot and getting them to the surface and at this point the village is wondering oh god it's the surface what are you going to do you brought all these horrible things so Simone and Kamina go off into the surface to find their fortune and learn about this world which has been created in the above because why are humans underground it's kind of a question what happened to Kamina's father and as they go up onto the surface you discover what's going on that humans some do live on the surface but they're hunted every day by these humanoid beast hybrids called the Beastmen, who are ruled by Lord Genum and they're trying to hunt down humans and control them sort of for some bizarre reason which we don't really know about and they all pilot Gundams and after a couple of altercations with them fighting other gunmen Kamina sees one and kind of gets an idea so he goes to this gunman beats up the beast man and kind of fucking just Grand Theft Autos his fucking robot he's like fuck you give me your robot your robot's mine it's now name is Gurren so now you have these two robots that when they combine they become Gurren Lagan, a robot which has sunglasses on his chest I know bizarre but just roll with it and from this point on, the series goes into them creating a rebellion to fight against Lord Genum and all the other antics which occur, including you have one of the main characters passing away and then another character having to rise up above his status as a weakling to become that leader that he needs to be. And this series goes all over the place. And it has a lot of psychological aspects. It has a lot of references to spirals and spinning and human DNA and all this other spiral motif ambiance to this series. And to be honest with you, it's really interesting. I mean, the, not going to lie. The first part is hard. I mean, the fact is, think about this premise. You have a small robot that merges with another robot by drilling into the skull of the other robot to merge and taking over. 
kind of weird it's like we're gonna fuse now instead of us actually merging i'm just gonna drill into the robot's head and then i control it okay that's a little bizarre but i guess that's how it works i think and then you have all this other craziness going on where you have the one seggy character saying who the hell do you think i am (laughs) and you also have the girl with her huge tits with guns and you have this pair of sisters and a brother called the black sisters who are all like they're beastmen hunters who are all crazy you have a religious zealot who he is obsessed with the rules but he can't read for the life of him and you have a bunch of other fucking characters to make up this unique story and since it was made by the guys who did neon genesis evangelion you kind of see a lot of parallels whether you have the whole overarching story where it's more than what it seems it's more about the characters and the giant robots it's it's a character study on how the character becomes who he needs to be. And then you have, of course, your typical protagonist who is a little weenie boy who's emo and depressed and sad and can't stand up for himself. But there is a difference. Unlike with Shinji, Simone actually does grow into his own. I mean, it does take a mutiny and him getting bashed in the head and a new girlfriend, but he does grow up into his own. And he does become that man that you want him to be. And that's really good. It makes it so much more intriguing. I hate, I have to say. It's just it's a great story. And like I said, I wanted to hate it. Because the premise of, oh, it drills in the head and then it's all underground. And then they're beast men. And it seemed generic and odd. But I really did enjoy it. The anime I had never watched. And I, afterwards I watched the anime. And the anime was just as good. Um, the art style in the manga was a little bit detaching at times. It just made kind of pulled you away from the story because some chapters are really, really well drawn, and other ones are just I don't know what happened. Maybe Mori-san was like, "I'm gonna let one of my assistants drink while he's drawing today, and I'm just gonna use it anyway." It's not as good as it could have been, but it is good. It's an interesting series that just. It's built well. It has a great mythology around it. Because you want to know what caused the Spiral King, Lord Genom, to put everyone underground. And what is going on with these robots and with the spiral energy and all of this other spiralness which has to deal with this world. And also with the love triangles and all the other standard things which occur in a manga. It's a well done manga and I can't, I just can't recommend it high enough. I mean, you guys know what I'm going to give this, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, you have to give this a really, really, really fucking cool. It's an interesting series. It's fun, it's different, and it has lots of seggy. And unlike the anime, there is no filler. It goes right to the point, gets right to it, and it's awesome. There are some sad points, I'm not going to lie. There are some very sad points, but it works to enhance the series. This is a really, really, really fucking cool manga. If you don't read this now, your brain will freeze, your eyes will open, your soul will be forfeit to the great Solomon Gustar. Check it out. It's totally worth it. I really do recommend this, and I'm really excited about this series. I hope you guys are too. If you agree with me, email me, zanspirekin.com, or send a Twitter message on Twitter for at Spirekin. Let me know what you think. Either way, um, remember, um, like I said, you can check us out at www.sparkin.com. You can email us at at gmail.com. I'm at zantsparkin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter. 
check out our Facebook page, friend us, like us, and uh, let's see all the new updates and all the things that are going on. We have a bunch going on. I mean, we do have our con appearances for next year. We're going to do Anime Next again. I'm going to try to get us into New York Comic Con. Unlike this year, we might do an exhibition table. That would be kind of cool. You could meet us and actually bullshit with us for a bit, or we might even record a podcast live. I don't know. Might try to go to Genericon or one of the other cons. We'll see how all that works out, but we'll let you know in the future what's going on. Um, with that in mind, I guess we should get to that part you all waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga accepts a substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what we've done is we've assigned a manga to each of the 10 slots. What we're going to do is we're going to spin that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. When our number it lands, and that's what we're reviewing in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Episode 164. Almost to 165, and hopefully we'll be caught up by then. We'll see what happens. But so let's spin and see what we're reviewing in the next episode, because we got some interesting titles. We have some... Shonen, some Senin, some Yuri, some Yaoi. We got a little bit of everything in here, but let's see what we're reviewing in the next episode. Okay, number four. Ooh. So, in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, we're reviewing the one Shonen I series that I actually am willing to review and read. Yes. What am I talking about? I'm talking about a series about music, about awesomeness, and about shining bright. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, Gravitation. So sit back and relax and enjoy that next episode because we're talking a lot about music in the next one. Guess it for this episode. Uh, I am your host, Zan, for the Spark and Mong Review. Thank you for listening, and as always, catch you next time. I'm gone. See you.